It's on to episode 21 of the world famous Dom Day Tales podcast. I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co host, the fanatics of the farcical, the all stars of amusement, Cote, Donnie, and Babe. As always, our esteemed executive producer, Dizzy Patterson, is enjoying the view over a brim of an ice-cold pint. Gentlemen, tonight's another great episode, and we're bringing on one of Dom Day's most serious competitors. When you hear the words competitive spirit and Dom Day, whose name comes to mind? Cote, we'll open with you. This is a slam dunk. It's fucking Tex Patterson. He is such a fucking fired-up individual. It has to be Tex. Out, out, like he just, you know, he he just lives for Dom Day and gets wound up, and that, it's got to be him. Babe, who do you think it is? Well, you know, is is you know, I've lived with Tex. We grew up together, obviously brothers, and as fierce as a competitor as he is, Saul Batesh is by far another step above. That's who I think it is. Donnie, you're over hey. on the third baseline. You know, a plenty of competitors. Who is it? You you might have nailed it, babe, but I, I'm I'm going to go in a different direction. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you you remember this fellow. Talk about a competitor! Fire coming out of his ass. I mean, remember Garth Brooksine? Remember Garth Brooksy? Oh remember, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love. Well, I hope it's him. I hope you it's know what, her. Donnie, you might be right on that too. Yeah. I, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, as usual, you're all wrong. Why don't we bring out our next guest? He's the winner of five Dom Day titles, including three with his own championship team. He is one of the most decorated Dom Day Dom Dayers with one Eddie Milton Award, one Silver Brick Award, two Worst Coach Awards, and a Mup Cup. Bring out the drinks menu. We're headed to the tavern. Please welcome <clears throat> our next guest, Frankie Tarasco. Frankie! Frankie! Hey, uh, thanks for having me, you guys. Appreciate it. Justin, that was a solid intro. Oh, yeah. Anything for you, Frankie. Welcome to the show. Um, I, I'm sure you heard uh, some of the guys talking about competitive spirit and Dom Day. And, and one of the things that our, our executive producer wanted us to ask you is, um, <laughs> why so serious? He said, uh, as one of the most competitive Dom, Day -er, Dom Dayers in, <laughs> in, uh, in the tournament history, he said, what, what, what is it about Dom Day that, that you enjoy the most? That, well, hang on a second. That was kind of two questions there. You asked me why so yeah. serious. So I was going to say, yeah. who the fuck asked that question? Dizzy. Serious? I'm not. I, I'm not. I serious. did not seriously ask that question, Frankie. I want to. I might wanna... be. I might be a little intense at times. It was more Cote that asked that question. Was it Cote? Yeah. Oh no! You right. fuck off. Well, before before, before we get before we get started with me answering those questions, yeah, Justin, absolutely. I have to ask you that you're you're never a fucking tavernman for a reason. So you I never have. I know. Up. I'm just wondering. You how need many, to shut the fuck up and sit down. Yeah, you've got five. Fuck, you must have sat around a lot on Sundays. I've never played <laughs> for the tavern, and now and now I'm starting to know why. So, Frankie, why don't you tell us about how you joined Dom Day? Um, well, it was I guess it was back. You know, several years ago when Sammy and I used to talk, actually, 
And uh, Sammy, um, you know, Sammy had asked me, he said, hey, you should come out and play in this tournament. It's a lot of fun. It's a bunch of guys you know, and some you don't know, some of the older guys. And he said, Kenny Marook played just this year. And uh, he talked to Schweppes, because Schweppes plays since day one. So they, you know, Kenny was asking me to come out, and then Schweppes asked me, and Sammy asked me. So I came out, and I, that's how I started playing. And, and by the way, Frankie and I were in grade seven and eight together in the same homeroom. Yes, we uh, were. And we had, and we, we had, had, we had like the hottest teacher, teacher ever, ever. Miss Farley, brown Corvette Stingray. She was fucking unbelievable. What was her yeah. name? Miss Farley. Miss Farley. Actually, if you ever crack the CRA code, she's one of my answers to, you know, you get those four questions you got to ask to get the CRA. It's like, who is your favorite grade school teacher? Mrs. Farley. Oh, mine was, who is your best looking grade school teacher? <laughs> Miss Farley, yeah. So, yeah. So Frankie and I have had a long history together and, you know, I, oh, yeah. you think of Miss Farley and oh, Wow. And Marlene, what about Marlene Niche, babe? Well, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Marlene. That's funny stuff. Okay, guys, what? so Frankie, do you remember who you, whose team you were on in your first year? Mm. It was impactful. It might have been the boys. Oh, yeah. that. Well, if you couldn't remember, then it probably was. Who was it then, Donnie? Your first year, I think it was the boys. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. the boys. Bobby tended to draft me often. He loved you. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? He wasn't really the best Brant that ever played in the tournament, Donnie. I know. I know where you're headed. I, he I wasn't. Agree. He wasn't the best. I'll tell you what. I was a I was a Seismo sock, and I can't remember what year it was. And I talked to Justin about this. I don't know the years. Maybe you could. 84, I think. Was it 84? That's what I thought 84. around yep. there. Yeah. But we were a ragtag bunch of fucking hooligans. We had Denny Brandt, who, in my opinion, was the best brand ever to play the tournament. The smoothest shortstop you've ever seen. Nothing could nothing could rattle this guy. I mean, who could rattle a chief? Nobody no. can, right? They got more money than God. Nerves of steel. Nerves I mean, of just... steel. And he was outstanding. And no emotions. He had zero emotions. Yeah, he like, could care less. It's like yeah. it's like you miss that one, Denny. Yeah, I'll get the next one. Sounds like an exciting guy. I'll get the next one. Yeah, he was. But he, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, he was the best brand ever to play in Dom Day. Any brand, obviously, not only the best brand, but the nicest brand, too. Yeah. Oh, totally. Let me ask you. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on this program before, but my mom hated Bob fucking Brandt. Well, let me ask you a question, babe. What did what did what did what did mom think about Denny? Oh, love Denny. Love them. That's the best what I guy. thought. Best love guy them. ever. Yeah. Love them. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I just this guy, tremendous athlete. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure your mom has forgiven him by now. Uh, no, I doubt no, it. Not not at all. No, no. that's okay. not possible. No, I I, I didn't see. Donnie, I communicated well. with her through a Ouija board, and she <laughs> fucking still hates him. We talked about the fact that you've won five championships and two of them were with two guys who were pretty strong competitors. One of them was Bobby Brandt and one of them was Nick Wolf. You won with the boys in Dom Day 11 and the Wolf Pack in Dom Day 27. Compare the two coaches for us. Uh, who, was, who was a more enjoyable coach to play for and who would you say you would model your coaching style after? 
Um, well, Bobby, I mean, let's face it. Bobby was a horrible fucking coach. The players were coaching the coach. I mean, let's face it. But Nikki Wolf, I love, uh, you know, Nikki, you, you called me intense and you called me a fierce competitor. I am nothing compared to Nikki Wolf. Nikki is so fierce and such a competitor and such a great baseball player that I admire Nikki a lot. He, he was probably one of the best coaches that I played for. But Frankie, you honed your craft amongst the friends of Remo's baseball yes, team, didn't you? I did, I did babe. So why don't you tell well, maybe, us a bit about this team? Yeah. The, the Remo's guys? Yeah. Um, you had to have the highest IQ. Fuck. By oh, Chevy, 70. Chevy was on that team. I'd have he, to, yeah, as I said, he had the highest IQ. Jesus Cote, Christ. I'd have to be, I'd have to be, I'd have to be 10 beers in to have the highest IQ on that team. Well, I bet. Yeah. I mean, you're talking name? about Chevy. You're talking about, um, Steve Amos. Steve Amor. Amor. Steve, Amor. Steve Amor, Amor. Who, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So one, two, so Amor used to hang out at Woodward's backyard. So that was one guy on our team. Um, Black what what you guys, a lot of these guys you were squirrel? close to. Very memorable other, team. Memorable. Yeah. What was really? the other guy's? What was that other guy's name? Uh, Mitzi. Mitzi used to hang out in Woodward's backyard. He was our fucking shortstop. But he was really good. God so, rest his quick hands. I, I was going to ask. So obviously the Hotel Nineteen get into this thing <laughs> somehow. But why didn't the Remos team get into to Dom Day? <laughs> just, it, just didn't, didn't, it didn't. They only got into Woodward's backyard. Yeah, there was there was a stepping stone. Except for me and Chevy. Yeah, you guys made it over the fence. Yeah, (laughs) the the only guys who could climb the fence, I guess. eh? Yeah, yeah. They were, they were. You know what, though, they were. That was a time in my life, which is actually going to need lead me to the next topic that I don't think you're gonna that you had uh, scripted here, Justin. But it's going to lead me to the next topic. But that was my. That was in my in my go between years, my years in between wives. So I was hanging out with Remos playing baseball with these guys because I had gone through a separation, and which leads me. And these guys took me in like you. I was a brother, and I admire all of them, and I appreciate all of them for doing what they did for me. But which leads me to you know something that happened years ago at Domde. I'm going to say it was probably. I know, Donnie, you you started it. So I would say that it was, when were we at the Purple Grotto? Was that 88? Got me there. It's, it's, yeah. on, the, it's on the website. Um. So at the Purple Grotto one night, Donnie thought that it would be humorous to start a rant about ex-wives and honoring them at the Purple Grotto. So he stood up. So everybody was standing up honoring ex-wives and you would just kind of stand up and blurt out a name. Yeah. So of course I, I got up and I yelled, you know, Angie Donnelly and he, and Donnie gets up and yells out like Stephanie <laughs> Tarasco. And I'm like, who? Like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Her name Actually- was... That or wasn't. Nick, the, no, I think you said Kathy. Yes, I think yeah, you said Kathy. Kathy. Kathy yeah. But it wasn't the Purple Grotto. It oh, where was, was that? that? It was at that 
that bar on Martin Grove. Grove, yeah. That changed names a couple times. Uh, right by the railway. Track. Oh yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. That one. I remember exactly that night. Somehow we got into it. We did a toast to all the ex-wives. All the ex-wives. It, that was, was fucking hilarious. Just like everything else was totally impromptu. Yeah. And I just started going around the room looking at guys, and I got to you, and I'm here's to Kathy Tarasco. <laughs> I thought it was Stephanie or something. I'm mean, like, everybody's like, who? But we we had like. 12, 14 guys at that yeah. point. <laughs> and everybody stood up every time and cheered. Uh, and we went to the next guy and it was a classic. That was uh, classic. I love uh, that. Jesus. So all these experiences with kind of different baseball teams lead to you bringing in Frankie, the tavern. Do you know what year the tavern first came into Domde? Mm, I can't. Nah, I'm nope. not sure. Maybe nope. 80, 89. 89 okay so what was it i i don't i don't have the year i don't have well, the year. Don, donnie should have it there late eight i think it was 88 might have been 88, 88. okay yeah yeah so okay so we know the stories from frank's tavern but is that kind of where the name originated from the buffalo bar that we've talked about or yeah the buffalo bar pretty much that's where it came from and then you know i have i have a little bit of a so i know you had asked me justin about you know several names that i've had as teams and went from Frank's Tavern to Mel's Diner. And I think I was the Steelers one year. I don't know why, but um, the reason I switched names were, was because I was getting some flack because I, I couldn't have my name in the name. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are the wolf pack? Yeah. Like, how come, how come the fucking crook can do it, but we can't do it. And, and who came who came up okay. with this rule? Other than Pete or Bobby, who was the person who came up with it? This rule, <laughs> this this rule started back in the. I think I was telling you guys about this is like year two or three when I I lined up a sponsorship, full sponsorship from Leo for the. My yeah, that's team right. was going right. to have Kipling Heights Restaurant on the back. <laughs> And Bobby and Pete threw a shit fit. And they're like, you can't have a sponsor. Here. And I'm like, well, you can't have your name in the because it was Bear Bears Boys, boys. first. Yeah. And then so he cut it back to the boys after that. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can see about getting uh we can see about getting uh Dewey back on the phone. He was just on the phone with us seeing if we can approve Frank's tavern to be to be back for next year. Fuck but uh, <laughs> No, I so, think that was approved afterwards when 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 they let the uh, wolf pack. Yeah you know, continue on. They were okay with Frank's Tavern because it wasn't really my Frank. It was a different Frank. So, so what was, what was Mel's Diner? So we know what Frank's Tavern is, but what's Mel's Diner? Well, I think I was ranting. Actually, actually, I think I was ranting to Croucho and Mel about the, the bullshit that was going on. And then, and so then Mel, Croucho's wife at the time said, why don't you just call it Mel's Diner? And I said, that's a great name. So that's why the following year I went to Mel's Diner. Because I think I think Croucho was on my team that year that I was getting ostracized. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. okay, as we talk about um, kind of some all-time players, um, we know that you've won three championships with the Tavern. Um, so who are some of those players that as you kind of look back into the history books across the various franchise that you would say are are, are tavern all-stars that you you loved having on your team well one one name that comes to mind that that is a special place in my heart is spencer mccray 
because I was able to not only to, to give him his first, his first trophy. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, there is not, he was actually crying when we were all hugging and in the, in the big thing after we won our first tournament, he was, he was just, he was so excited. He was stoked and he played phenomenal for me. He was awesome. I understand that he went on to win a couple of bricks after that performance with a tavern, but uh, as a tavernman, but Spencer was one that I would, I would, I would always, I would always try to draft Gordy, his dad too. Gorb. I, I, I love the man. You know, I, I, he's, I would always try to draft Gorb. Um, Schweppes, I always try to draft uh, Schweppes as well. Uh, Tyler Morup too, was one of my favorites until that one year that he fucked me over <laughs> and, uh, and didn't, uh, I, I, I draft him first overall. He's like, well, I can't play. Uh, well, why didn't you say something to somebody? You know, it's like, he kind of pissed me off, but. Oh, okay. follow, it was actually the following year that we won because I drafted him again. Oh, yeah. And I called, he was the first guy I called and I said, if you fuck me over, you'll never play this tournament again. Trust me. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you, you've won three championships and they were all within, within a pretty close time frame, right? They, they were within the, all within the last 10 Dom days. Um, but prior to that, you did have some bumps along the way. You did have some two worst coaches, um, so besides Taylor Maruk, who else is on the shit list uh, for you in terms of guys you'd never draft again? <laughs> I drafted I drafted Buff one year, and he was fucking shit. He was fucking brutal. I had to I had to I was really lobbying to get him the the brick, but you fuckers wouldn't help me. <laughs> there's there's no way I'm going to vote against Buff. <laughs> Oh, that's he, funny. Was, he, was probably, he was probably my biggest disappointment, but the team probably was as bad as as he played. But he was shit. <laughs> that's good stuff. So okay, so Dom Day thirty nine, you win win your championship, which then allows you to play in Dom Day forty. Um, bring bring the tavern into Dom Day forty. Um, obviously, you get to perform against some some of the teams that you know the young guys do know, know like the Hotel 19, the Beasleys, and then some franchises that haven't been around for 20, 30 years, like the Boys and Gallagher's Girls franchises that might not be as relevant today. But what was it like for you, Frankie, being a part of that Dom Day 40 um, event? It was it was awesome. It was it was it was fantastic. I think we did well at the track that time too, didn't we, Donnie? Yes, huge. That was a good one. Big yeah. night, big day at there's, the track. You know, there's there's one thing about there's one thing about Dom Day that I mean, you know, when 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 Pam and I first moved out to Calgary, of course, we were fortunate enough to to live in Calgary with Babe and Sherry and and Dizzy and 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 the family, and they've really become our second family. And we're really fortunate about that. But even when we were living in in Toronto, and just having the Dom Day guys, like I I had invited. Nikki Wolf to play in my member guest when I was a member at, at Markland and, uh, and Nikki and I played together. We had a great time and I didn't know Nikki very well, except for baseball, really, but I invited him to play, play my member guest and he came out and, and, and played. And, and to me, that's what it's all about. It's like reaching out to, to all your brothers from, from, from Dom day, you know, and, and then Donnie, I mean, what did I bring? I brought like three or four guys from Atlanta down to your down yeah. to your golf tournaments down at uh, to support John Hopkins Hospital. 
That was we fun. had a blast. Yeah. Those were, they were great guys. I remember yeah. those yeah. guys. They were awesome. They still talk about that today. Remember when we went down to, to Baltimore <laughs> and played in the, in the tournament at your buddy's bar? I mean, that was a fucking great time. But that's yeah. what, to me, that's what it's, that's the epitome of, of Dom Day to me is, is the friendships that you've got, you know, through the years and you can call anybody at any time and they're going to pick up the phone, you know, it's just amazing. That's good stuff. So, okay. So oh, we're going to talk hang on about a second. This. I lost you. We got you. Yeah. We can fucking see you. Okay. Hold on. Should we get Lanny on the phone? Yeah, I'll get him back here. I need another mule. This is our first guest that ever brought that ever brought his own agenda. Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking surprise! I have notes. We're on a fucking slippery slope here, guys. I can tell I you. I have notes. I have notes. Oh, uh, he okay. walked in the door and punched me in the face, and it was off from there. Right. So. <laughs> I have notes, Donnie. Justin. This is your show. Fucking carry on. Justin. It's yours, uh, Justin. And by the way, Justin, you look really good, buddy. Oh, thanks. Thanks. You do too. But no, I don't. Whoa, we go, we're going there now. Frank, yeah, I would no, just I don't. That, okay, I would the other say. four of us are going to bump off this call, and you two can have. Yes, and my oldest, my oldest daughter is still single. I'm just saying, <laughs> Frankie, you've rocked that look since day one, and you don't look like you've aged a minute since you moved to Calgary. You like, should. Oh, oh yeah. Should, no, I remember. I remember we were in Banff one time, and you went to the bathroom, and you came out, and you were like, "Babe, I just freaked out. Like my goatee's all gray." And he was like, just starting to grow the goatee. He's like, "Oh, is that bad?" <laughs> But you're still rocking. I got a, I got a dizzy story I'm going to share with you guys. Oh, so I've got one too. Let's oh, do it while he's off mute. <laughs> oh, I got it. This is a, this is a great story. So, you know, through the years, as 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 dizzy hit that, you know, 15, 16, 17 year age, you know, a couple times, babe would phone me at you know 10 o'clock at night. Hey, is dizzy over at your place? No, he's not here. He goes, ah, oh, fuck, he must be at grandpa's. No problem. So, you know, a couple of weeks go by. We happen to be at their place for dinner. Dizzy's there. And we're talking about going skiing in, um, down in um, Fernie. Fernie, in Fernie. And uh, Dizzy goes, hey, I'll, 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 I'll come. And I'm like, sure. So, you know, I, I go to the bathroom. Babe follows me towards the bathroom, not in the bathroom. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? He's fucking, he's at an age where he's like uncontrollable. Like they were fighting all the time. I go, yeah, I got this, babe. No problem. No problem. So I think, I think Dizzy, I think you're maybe 16 at the time. I think so. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, right he that. comes to Fernie with us and it's us and two other families. And we've got, and all our kids are like 10, 11, 12 years old. Most of them girls. And I'm like, no problem. He'll come with us. So I'm like, so I said to Pam, I go, Derek's going to come with us. Day one, we'll take all the, the guys, we'll take them out. We'll go watch the Canmore Screaming Eagles play hockey, whatever. So the Ghost two, Riders. Or the, whatever they are. Whatever. Yes. Thank you. And then the next day, I said, he can babysit all the kids and we can all go out to dinner. And she goes, that's a fucking brilliant idea. So that's what happened. So day one, we go across. And it was, our hotel was right across from the arena. We take him over the arena. I'm feeding him full of beers because he was taller than all the guys that were there all us 40-year-olds. And he, so he's drinking beer, having a great old time. And I said, Diz, tomorrow you're you're watching all the kids. He goes, yeah, no problem, Frank. I got this. So he did. So here's us all crammed into our Honda Pilot. 
you know how they got like the 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 third row seating we had so much shit in there it was just room for like the one seat that falls down and here's dizzy sitting in that one seat like this for three hours going to fucking fernie you know it was, it was hilarious well, i remember on the way home too the highway was closed oh yeah <laughs> that's right that's right but that, but was, that great. was awesome I, oh that was an unreal trip i remember it was us the vogels and then penny and uh yeah penny yeah, and gore yeah, that yeah. was awesome and we had a great, great time skiing and it was great at the game and i that might have sparked my interest back into hockey honestly. i think it like, did i think yeah, it did because yeah. that's when i you started remember, playing I, in we bc had a blast right? of the game and it was packed and i was like fuck well i could at least play here yeah <laughs> so, so that was dizzy, a good one dizzy the two questions i think our viewers are probably wondering now is by 16 you'd been drinking for five six years by then yeah i mean i did my toes in the water <laughs> yeah, yeah. i thought enough. i thought frankie was going to bring up a story when i was maybe 13 or 14 and we were in fernie and he was cooking the vodka penne i remember that and it was oh yes vodka penne but i came up and i remember my dad just gave me a hard no like derek enough <laughs> like one of those. i remember that so i go I to frankie that. and i was like hey frankie any chance I any beer? <laughs> and he was like no and then he told pam pam was like oh you should have came to me i would have given it to you she was always a pushover. <laughs> I think a lot of that too. She was just saying that. Cause I, oh. I remember at times going to Pam and being like, well, Pam, now's the time. And that's right. It wasn't the same reception. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Any, any other memories guys from, from out West as we're kind of talking about dizzy. I know you got a lot from growing up with, with Frankie and uh, you wanted us to kind of poke the bear and get some of these Western stories out. Any other, any other stories you can think about growing up with Frankie? I have, I have, I have one. So we, we do, we do, uh, well, I have several, but I, I'll, I'll talk about one. So we do uh, a thing that, that, that babe calls it affectionately the pee hop, which is his version of the Pam hop. So Pam likes to, Pam makes her own pizza. So Pam and I work together, we make the pizza and then we just have like a, like we probably have 12 pizzas. And it's so Pam's it was the bank pizza. What's that? It's Pam's house of pizza. Yeah, Pam, like yeah, IHOP, Pam does pizza. But pizza. Yeah. So we have, so we go to, um, so it's it's the Vancouver Olympics opening opening ceremonies, and Sarah's <laughs> dating this guy. His name is Sarah's dating this guy Logan. Logan still dating and, him, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And and his name is. His last name is uh, Bickerstaff. So Babe, and this is just part of it, but so Babe goes, so halfway through, we're fucking half cut like usual. And and Babe's like, Logan, so what did you say your last name was? And he goes, Bickerstaff. And he goes, what kind of a fucking name is Bickerstaff? <laughs> we're probably about three quarters of the way through. So then, so now we're watching the, the, the ceremony and all of a sudden, and so then, um, um, yes, Katie, Katie Lang gets up there with her taxi, her white tuxedo. I don't know if you guys remember that she gets up there and starts singing hallelujah. Right. And we're watching it and we're all mesmerized because she's got a wonderful voice. And I, I looked over and I looked at everybody. I'm like, is that Katie Lang or is that Wayne Newton? Newton. <laughs> and, and we were just fucking killing ourselves laughing. Oh, except Pam was not laughing at that. She was not. 
<laughs> so then fast forward to like, I think it was two years ago. I'm in Vegas and at the flooring show and Wayne knew, and I was, I was cut. I should stop saying that because maybe I drink too much, but <laughs> so, so Wayne Newton walks by with his two bodyguards, like right in front of me. So I'm like, stop, stop, stop. I fucking run out there. And I take a picture with, I, I go, Hey, let me get a picture. And the bodyguards are like, no, no, no. I go, I'm Canadian. What the fuck am I going to do to you? Let me get a picture. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. So I get a picture of me and Wayne Newton and I send it to babe. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, oh that's good man. stuff. So uh, before we leave the topic about going from, from out West, I, re- I mean, I remember guys for the last kind of number of years when, when babe had the hotel 19 and, and Frankie, you had the tavern, you guys would do the, uh, the, the remote drafts over the phone and you guys would normally get together and Kevin would be the go between um, though. I'm, I'm assuming there was a couple beers consumed on those nights as well. Uh, when you guys had the, your own Calgary, Calgary draft central. I know in the early years there was some pizza as well. Yeah, we would we would always do the pizza yeah. together with the draft, yeah. and it was great. I mean, yeah, we had a we had a great time. Yeah, yeah, few few championship teams drafted out there. That's where your three were. But any any other stories from draft night? I mean, we have kind of the golf in that. But yeah, it was great when you know, I mean, Kevin would come over, and you know, you'd have sort of that mini Rexdale feel to it, and you know, and Derek was there, and the kids, and you know, I mean, it was it was fun. It was so much fun. It was and so much fun. Ha- and having Pam cook the pizzas was like unbelievable. And we'd just be like wolfing them down. I don't even know if the, the girls got anything. We were just like stuffing it back in. And But in between, we'd be drafting. And back in the day, with the technology <clears throat> to where it was then, not where it is now, I mean, we'd have to phone the 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 calls in for who we're going to take. And Frankie and I would always go back and forth on what do you think of this guy? What do you think of that guy? And, you know, we were fairly honest with each other about both our teams and who we should be drafting at that point. But it was, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was we a lot just of fun. Had a great time. Yeah. Babe, remember the one time we we're in my, in my office in the basement, I think at the house in Auburn Bay, and we had asked Pam to get us a pizza. She got us one. And then we wanted another one. And I said, to, I said to babe, I go, I go, he goes, well, just phone her. I go, I'm not going to fucking phone her. You phone her. He goes, I'm not going to fucking phone her. <laughs> like phone her upstairs, you know? Yeah. Well, she'll come down and punch me. He goes, she's, he goes, she'll tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, Which basically good. happened. Yeah. Which basically happened. Okay. So we're going to go on to the next topic and i don't have much context on this um but it was from one of the guys the sammy's new show email uh, who wants to jump in on that one well i just I, 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 you want to tell it babe no you go no i just remember getting that email and i i think it came from from you frankie that and so however many years that goes back the fact that or maybe al sent it out that that this email that that sammy's going to be on this show and it's going to be on I don't know if it was on HBO or whatever it was, but my brother's involved in some show that he knows these guys from the bread delivery thing. So keep an eye out for it. And fucking trailer park boys was born. Right. So do you, do you recall that you're looking puzzled on our screen here? It must've been from his, it must've been from his other brother, Al. Cause it <laughs> yeah. wasn't, from, it wasn't yeah. from me. No. Frankie's never, that, never seen an episode. 
Yeah, he's, never seen an episode. No. Yeah. So, but anyhow, that's Boy how the, the whole. Uh, <laughs> well, like, what's he? What, he's an actor. He no, he's a fucking he's a bread delivery guy out in fucking Halifax. So, you know, Babe and I went to see him with my daughter Sarah when he came to Calgary, and uh, at a at a <laughs> at a show. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Sammy could like, read, he could read a crowd like he was he delivered like what that crowd wanted he was unbelievable I, I you know I think we both have to admit that he was probably the best act in that yeah. show oh really? by far in that by in what far. we saw yeah but I just I just can't do it Donnie I just can't what's that fucking song he sings I don't know but let's bury it <laughs> oh, the one, the Shaggy song. That yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He said he told me he wants to do that at Dizzy's wedding. Oh, God. Good. Good. He's God. in. Stay single, Dizzy. Okay, so another another story that Frankie wanted to talk about is Saturday Night Poker. Why don't you tell us a bit about that, Frankie? So a lot of a lot of people may not know this, but we used to so on. So Huffy always used to stay at our house, like at with Joe and Rose, th- at Dom Day at the at the beginning years. He Huffy would always you know come on Thursday and then he'd go home on 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 Sunday. So he would come over and Sammy would always arrange these poker games. So on those nights, where, remember we never used to do anything on the Saturday night. Everybody would kind of go on their yeah. own. We used to play poker in 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 Joe and Rose's backyard. So it's myself and Lil and um, sometimes Al would come. Davey Burnett would come, believe it or not. Davey Burnett would come and play with us and Huffy and Sammy. And we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Good stuff. And so the next topic we're going to talk about is the Windy Jim Stakes. Um, so we've talked a little bit about Windy Jim, um, but I know that we've got some professional handicappers on, on the uh on the pool and we've talked about the the dom day pool in the past and some of the successes and failures we had maybe donnie i'll open open it up with you about how the whole dom day pool at the windy gym stakes kind of began well I, I think it was it was an unofficial beginning i mean when we when we first started you know and again the history of this thing was you know we were go some of us were going to the track from way back when uh, you know like shit probably close to the origin of Dom day. It used to be the thing we would do on the day before. And, and, you know, babe was there and Frankie and the uh, men was one of the early, early guys and Dicker and, and uh, Peter Maruk. And, and then over the years, it just started to grow and grow. We gave, and then we didn't call it the windy gym at first. And then uh, we had the opportunity one time to, to, uh, call it the windy gym and arrange to get the, you know, to give the award or the blanket or whatever and stuff like that. So it just grew to the thing that it is now, which is, you know, one of my favorite events is, is, you know, uh, the windy gym, but we just, I don't know. We just started throwing money in, I think together as a small little group, you know, just, you know, here's 20 bucks, here's 20 bucks or whatever. And Frankie and men were the two guys that were hundred percent into it. I mean, they were, they were like locked in laser locked and the rest of us were like, you know, we were picking numbers or colors and we were, you know, lined up with the beer stand more than we were focused on the horses. So Frankie and men were the guys that were the de facto handicappers. And, uh, it was so much fun. 
Yeah. And then it got to the point where, you know, at one point we were, we were putting in as much money as whatever Dom day it was. Right. So if it was, if it was Dom day 32, everybody put in 32 bucks, Dom day 33, it's 33 bucks or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just so much fun. And then we did have a couple of home runs. Like we, I'll never forget. And I, I don't know, I couldn't tell you what Dom day it was, but we, we had, we had some big bucks on a horse and it had Hollywood in the name. And I can't remember it. I, I have, I have a picture of it somewhere, but and it, it hit, it was like an eight or a 10 to one shot. And it came in and we were like, we just lost it. Like absolutely crazy. Right. That place was rocking. Oh, I've yeah. never, I've never I think seen that was fun. Dom day 40. Dom. It might've been. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't too, too long ago. Yeah. And yeah. we just, I mean, we, we cashed big time, you know, it might've been dump. Dom day 40. Cause we, I think we tripled our money on that. Like on that, on that event. Cause I think we threw away around 500 bucks when we were leaving. Yeah. Probably. But I think and we, I think, I think we had about, I don't, I can't remember how much we had in Kitty, but we easily tripled it. Yeah, and we're like, okay, we're buying, we're buying drinks at Remos tonight. Drinks yeah, at yeah. Remos. Yeah. That was so much fun. And then, and, then, and Donnie, and Donnie, I know, you know, I, I can't, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Bert at all. But, but I mean, Bert was such a, such a, he just loved that day. And yeah. Remember, remember, I think it was forty-one, maybe where you come up to me at the end of the night, we're a little bit gas and you're like, Frankie, I can't find Bert. Yeah. <laughs> I go, well, where is he? And you're like, I don't know. He, we had a little bit of an argument. So he, he told me to go fuck myself and he walked away, <laughs> but that was Bert, right? Yeah. <laughs> we found him. We, yeah, we found him though. And he was fine. We found him, yeah, but, uh, in fact, yeah, the was... picture, the picture in the program, the picture in the program or on, on, you know, at, on, on one of the vigils that you had on there of him and I laughing our asses off. Yes. Was because yeah. I went up to him. I'm like, Bert, where the fuck did you go? And he goes, he goes, ah, fuck. He was fucking pissing me off. So I just fucking went on my own and I started laughing and then he started laughing and I don't know yeah. who caught that picture, but that was an yeah. awesome picture. I love that's, that. Picture. That's a great picture. Yeah. yeah, so it was hilarious. But, but all that, then I remember we, we would go back to Remos on the few occasions that we won. Yeah. And guys are like, well, okay, what do we get? What do we get? And we're like, it's gone already. Like, they, every, every, everybody failed to realize the shooters were like 12 bucks or something, like, or some insane number, right? And like I said before, we would never order, oh, give me three. It was always give me 20, 30, 40, yeah. whatever. And they put yeah. 40, 40 uh, drunken uh, or Broken, broken down, down golf carts. Right? Yeah, give me give me a tray of those, <laughs> right? please. And you didn't realize that was costing you know hundreds of dollars, right? Oh yeah, that was give amazing. Me, give me forty course lights. Give me yeah, and if you had the late game at the field on the Friday, right? By the time you were overdone, had a couple beers, that fucking oh, that cabbage was long gone. Oh, that was so much fun though. That was the that's one of the best parts. Yeah, yeah, very good. That's fire um, stuff. Well, I remember Frankie. When you guys gave Derek the tip on, I think it was Derek uh, and Bobby. It was me, Bobby Light, and Justin. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It was three at Belmont. Molly's in the clouds. Yeah, mm. Molly's in the clouds. And I remember, I remember that. You know, it was one of those years. I think it was. Uh, I was trying to look it up earlier. The Belmont results, and and I think it said it was like 2010. So it would have been one of our first kind of years being able to gamble at that point. And, and I remember, you know, everybody saying, Oh, you know, 
Frankie and Minnow are kind of the guys to go to for a pick and, and Minnow, Minnow, you know, is, you know, pretty locked in and, and Dizzy of course has a great relationship with you, Frankie. So, you know, me and Bobby and, and, and him are like, you got to ask Frankie for a tip. You got to ask Frankie for a tip. And Dizzy comes over and he goes, okay, I got one, but we got to watch it on the TV. It's at racing at the Belmont. And, and we all said, we're going to go put 20 bucks on this thing. He goes, it's a long shot. It's probably, you're going to lose 20 bucks, all that stuff. So we go and put 20 bucks down on it. We go over, we come back. And, and I, I remember as well. So we had the one ticket with the three of us, but Danny Coates went over as well, hearing that we had done it and got that pick from you. So Danny Coates went over and bought his own ticket on the, on the three at the, uh, at Belmont and and it hit Molly's in the clouds it hit and it paid for our Dom Day weekend and then some I think it was uh, we each won like four or five hundred bucks or whatever it was I think it was, I think it was 20 to one I think I won I think that's a Dom Day that I won like 3,500 bucks yeah yeah and I just remember I just remember that because we would have been it, it would have been like I said one of our first you know kind of kind of um gambling moments at, at the windy gym and after that we're all thinking oh this is oh, easy yeah, just stick easy. around <laughs> <laughs> stick around frankie tell him what's your one surefire pick and I, I do remember though we did it we did ask him i think two more times and he, he missed one but he did hit the other but it wasn't a 20 to one it's a little different no. when it's a 20 to one that hits and it pays off right? i don't know that bad. i've ever i don't know that i've ever gone to the racetrack without texting frankie since <laughs> hey you're not you're not you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win i guarantee you that but hey frankie you mind is, looking at the tuesday running in northlands vancouver yeah there might be a couple studs out here <laughs> but that was so, that was so much fun i remember that i remember that day and i and i told dizzy i'm like don't bet more than you can lose than you can afford to lose and don't get mad at me if you lose. Well, I remember, I, you that <laughs> I remember the bet before the three of us were going in together and we were sick of losing. We we're making a stand right then and there against Woodbine. We were getting our money back. And so yeah, we all put it, 20 bucks down, which is like big money for us on a race. Well, we all bet the favorite and he wins. And we go back with our tickets. And we're like, yeah, we fucking won. And they're like, here's your money back. 2150. <laughs> and we we're like, all right, well, that's, that's not what we were trying to do. So then we got Frankie. One, by the time we got back, Frankie, it was like the race was halfway over. Like, we must have placed our bet and been talking to somebody. And then we get back. And you're like, oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh, go, go, That's awesome, go, Donnie. Go. And oh, that, that's, that's the last big one we had. That This is Dom Day 40, I think. It was big blind. And we, we, this is the one that we carried, we carried the cash out in bags. Like it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Big blind. Yeah. I tell you what, to go 120 and five as a $20,000 maiden claimer for 16,000. Holy shit. He yeah. probably died after that race, Donnie. He probably Meanwhile, never heard of that horse again. Meanwhile, Babe and I were looking at the name of the trainer and go, oh, Ashley Burnoff. <laughs> let's go with that let's go with that <laughs> uh, that's awesome that's, that's pretty funny and it's funny to hear you know it's funny to hear um that the little spiel that that frankie said that he gave to to dizzy about you know not betting more than you can have and all that stuff because dizzy with good marching orders came back over to the guys and i can remember him kind of giving us the exact same spiel saying all right here's what frankie said make sure that you're betting what you can bet all this sort of stuff and we're all like okay we got 20 dollars. we lose it we <laughs> lose it and just the i mean we still joke about it to, still to that day because for us at that point 
$400 for Dom Day, that, that pays for your, for your weekend. Although you realize very quickly, you get a lot of, a lot of new friends when you win $400 at, uh, oh, at the racetrack. Sure. Yeah. But no, that that's was great though. That's, that's the best way to start a Dom Day is when you're up all that money and then oh. you know, you go to the bar and you're buying drinks all the time. And cause at the end of the day, who gives a shit really? Right. One. Yeah. I remember uh, that. Other, other than a couple of guys that are there with their hand out. Going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, want my four, I want my 40 back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck off. Gordon. I remember yeah. that Gordon. being my first experience in life where you, you don't need to buy everyone drinks, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that was the first time I actually bought my dad a drink at Dom Day. I think after, after maybe we, we could get Maybe night. we could get Sherry on and she would agree with you there, Derek. Yeah. It wasn't the first time the McCrae's accepted a drink yeah. <laughs> or a cigarette. Did you guys, did you guys, did you know this? I'll, I'll tell you this. And I didn't give you this as part of the agenda at all, Justin, but, but for years and years and years, I would ceremoniously buy Al McCrae and Mike Lilly a double crown and Coke at the party every fucking year. You can ask them that. Was it just to get them off your tab early, or, or no, how was that? No, I did. I did because I because res- I, I respected both both of them, and I and I wanted to buy them a, a drink, and I would do it every year. A double crown of coke every time. Oh, that's good stuff, babe. I think you're sharing your screen. Why don't we talk about some of the as we before we pivot off the windy gym. Um, why don't we talk about some of those, those moments, uh, on the pictures and, and the, and the blanket and all that. I don't think we've really gotten into some of those, but we've had some good memories. I know the last time we had a bit of a celebrity kind of pop in, but why don't you tell us a bit about how those have evolved over the years? Uh, you know what? It has been a great time. And I think Donnie, when we went down for the symposium in uh, Baltimore, remember we went to that racetrack. I can't remember Laurel, the name. Laurel, Laurel racetrack. racetrack and, and these people had sponsored a race and and i go wow you know that's amazing because we're in this this beautiful facility but there's only like a hundred was people. just us there's just us and, and a few other people but we were up top and and these people sponsored a race and i said we should i looked at donnie i go we should do that for windy gym stakes like windy gym stakes and we should sponsor and see if we can get down there for the picture and sure enough you know went back and phoned uh you know, Woodbine, and they said, absolutely, you can do that. It's, I don't know, three or 400 bucks. And, you know, we can do a blanket up. And, you know, I said, well, can you do two blankets up? Because we'd like one for Dom Day. And she goes, okay, how do you want to spell steaks? I go, well, I don't think the S T E A K S would be acceptable, but I, I'm sure that's where Windy Jim ended up. So we ended up, you know, we got to go down and we got to present, and it was absolutely fabulous. We did that probably for seven or eight years. And then the last one, just as you mentioned, you know, um it, it was it was amazing, you know, what happened. And you know, we had you know, one of the best jockeys in Canada and Donnie, you want to take it from there. Yeah. So we were real lucky that that Sandy Holly came out with us for the photo. Right. And so here's the greatest jockey ever in Canada. I think, you know, at least yeah. he was in my era, you know, and uh, he came out and was with us for the photo and I can't find that one, but, uh, but we have a great photo of him with all of us. Right. And there's some, there's some really good photos. We must have five or six of them now where we've given out the, the, uh, 
the the blanket and then ha- been down there and we've had the whole gallery of ga- of girls and guys and families and everything really good you know and two two years ago was it i think it was the last one we did we walked remember we walked across the uh the infield the, yeah, yeah we went over onto the turf. Oh, yeah. the, turf. Yeah. the winter the circle turf. Yeah. Over there yeah it was awesome yeah so yeah and, so, and one of the great things, you know, people don't know about Sandy Hawley was he would, uh, in the winter months, he'd go down to L.A. and he'd be racing down there. But he also was the guy who ran the latch in the penalty box at the L.A. Kings game. for the Oh, really? Team. Yeah. yeah. So you get a penalty down there. I remember my first penalty down there. I'm like, I go in the box. I'm like, Sandy Hawley? He's like, yeah. And so we're sitting there, we're chatting away because, you know, we're talking about, you know, all the racing and woodbine and everything. All Rex of a sudden, still. like, you know, it's like my penalty's up, but I'm still in the box. <laughs> but it was great. Like, I mean, and that was really, it was really special to, you know, see him there, but then then meet him when, you know, we did the Windy Jim Stakes and have him come out for the picture. It was quite yeah. an honor for, I think, all of us. I mean, Babe was... came out on the ice, fucking slashed the guy right in the back of the head, took a major, yeah. went back to talk to him for another yeah, that's right. Talk to you for another five yeah, or ten. Back. Yeah. He, he fucking gooned, he, he gooned <laughs> Rob Blake so he'd go back in the fucking box. Yeah. Crispy's like, what are you fucking doing? You know, when, when Marlene Niche left, left Heatherbury, didn't she date Sandy Holly for a little while. I think she did. There's a lot of rumors, Frankie. We yes, can't. Yes. Uh, I forgot to ask about that in the penalty yeah. box. So. Yeah. But I, you know, the whole history goes way back. Like this is a. This is a <laughs> That's awesome. This is, this. A, this is a pick from Kirk 1970. That's is, this is our, or sorry, pardon me, 71. This is our midget team uh, with Big Al. Was That's the awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so in the front great. row is Schwepper there, right? And uh, Schwepper and then uh, uh, Bernie Dumpke's there in the middle. And then uh, Derek Peary and Sid, Sid and me on the right there. And then behind, behind me is uh, Paul Titanic. You remember Paul? Tights. Yeah. yeah, Tights, Kenny Brewett, and then Eric, and then John Christie. Look at the size of John Christie. Oh, yeah. Right. And Murray Brown. (laughs) Brown. Yeah. And Ron LaRose. And then Fred Sansalita. You remember Fred? Yeah, Freddie. Yeah. Yeah, and then his Ronnie, dad. His dad built that a McBadgen next to him. Yeah, McSpadgen, and then Brian Self. So this was the first. Like Big Al did this for us. Same sort of thing, where he had a race named the Rexdale Warrior uh, Classic or whatever. We went down. We got to present a trophy and all. So that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Funny, like you just got out of fucking jail. It's great that you kept all these pictures, Donnie. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. for our, for our listeners at home who. No, this is a podcast and can't see what's going on. Donnie, why don't you send us this picture and we'll uh, we'll put some of these pictures that we've shared from the Woodbine memories onto the the Instagram so that we can share them for our viewers to see. There's some fantastic sure. pictures of yeah. uh, of the years of of uh, of Windy Jim past. Um, so, any other thoughts on Windy Jim before I move on, guys? To uh, to one more story from Frankie about a uh, a bad call. Oh yes. Yeah, let me let, let let's talk about that. And some of you might remember it, but um, um, it was the tavern playing against the Greys, and of course, you know, one of the one of the best um, umpires that we ever had that would never actually watch the game, Chevy Savickas, was umping third, and um, 
And so Gordy and I were playing against each other and it was a horrible call at third base. It was just a, it was a brutal call. I, I can't remember if I was on the positive or end of it, but, but regardless, it didn't really matter. So Gordy and I were arguing and he's like, he made the call. I go, yeah, but he wasn't even watching, you know, we're going back and forth. So at the end of the day, make a long story short, Gordy and I just, you know, huddled away from everybody else. And I go, you know what, Gordy, I go, this is fucking bullshit. Let's just do a do-over. So that's how the do-over started, is by Gordy and I just agreeing. We shook hands and we said, sure, let's let's do that. It's the right thing to do. And we did that. And then I can't remember what happened after. It really didn't matter. But I think we did the right thing by doing the do-over because Chevy Savickas is the worst umpire in the history of fucking Dom Day. And, and the good news is now that Jordan Escannon runs the umpiring, we have that schedule in place. And I'm pretty sure Chevy's banned from, from umpiring. I think, <laughs> I think it's a seven-person list, and it's and it's Yak, Eddie Blacharski, Yak and Eddie Blacharski, I think, who are the only guys who are allowed to yeah. really umpire anymore. But, but no, that's, that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool story. Uh, that's awesome. And and I'm, I'm assuming Pete would have been in the washroom when you guys decided on that, that do-over, right? He, he would have never uh, stood he around. He would, he, would, Pete, he would have never accepted that, ever. Yeah, oh, that's funny stuff. And then just last story, I, there, one more, I'm going through your notes. Rooming in Woodbine with, or uh, oh. <laughs> Woodbridge with, with Babe. So, so I can't remember the year that we had our <laughs> the year that we had our our, uh, our our party up at Woodbridge at I think it was was it Gretzky's or no it was or, or no it was uh, Don Wendell Cherry Clark's. Wendell, oh, Wendell Clark's, Clark's. yes yeah. yes yes Wendell Clark's and I you know it was it was you know one of those weekends where you're everybody's drinking excessively I think I might have had a tray of broken down golf carts all by myself that time Donnie I think. Anyway, so I decided to pack it in around 10 o'clock. So I'm walking, staggering. Probably took me a fucking hour to get 100 yards because our hotel was attached to, or not attached, but in the same parking area as the, as the hotel, as the uh, restaurant. <laughs> and I go, I, I get into my room and I'm lying down in the bed and I'm dead asleep. And I don't know how long it was before Babe showed up at the room. It was but, probably five minutes later. <laughs> probably. But anyway, there was, you know, finally I, I heard I heard a guy trying to get into our room with a key. So I go, oh, well, I'm going to get up and open the door. So I open the door. And Babe's standing there with the security guy. And I go, I go, what's going on? Babe's like, I've been knocking, banging on your fucking door for the last 15 minutes. I had to go, let the security guy let me in because you were answering the door. I go, why? I didn't hear you. He goes, well, you heard the guy put the fucking thing in the door. <laughs> I go, the people next door got up and opened their door. I go, fuck, Frankie. Where was this? What hotel? This, this was in... Well, we had the the party at Wendell Clark's. Oh, okay. and, and Dave and I were rooming together in Woodbridge. It was so yeah. funny. I'm oh, like, sorry, God. babe, I, I was asleep. Oh, that was great. It was a great time. <laughs> That's awesome oh, stuff. Man. So we're going to head into some final words now. Frankie, I'm going to give you the chance to open us up with just some final thoughts, obviously, on, on, uh, on Dom Day. Well, like I said, like I said before, it's the 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 the, the friendships and 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 the 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 group of people that that we've that we have. Like I said, you could 
you could call anybody in our group anytime and they will pick up the phone. If they don't pick up the phone, they'll call you back within minutes. I mean, it's, it's just an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable group. It's something that I'm so proud to be part of. And um, it, it, it's something that I, I cherish. So uh, I, I don't know what else I could say. It's, you know, you, you could not see somebody for a year and then you see them at, at Dom day and, and you're hugging and high-fiving and, and just going on like, like nothing ever happened. Oh, I should stay. I should share one. I should share a story about our friend, uh, mighty Mike Fuda. This is actually, this is actually very funny. So I'm, so I'm at the, this is going back about just prior to COVID and I'm driving into the Marriott with my rental car and this guy's coming out of the Marriott with his rental car and we almost have a head-on collision. Oh, I'm sorry. I was driving out. He was driving in. We almost have a head-on collision, but, you know, kind of sort of, and then I'm like, I stop the car and he stops his car and we both back up. I go, fuse. <laughs> So I go, Hey, I have to leave. I'll be back in about an hour. I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just staying at the hotel tonight for, for dinner. And I got to fly to Russia tomorrow or something. I'm like, great. I go, I'll be back in an hour. We'll have a couple of drinks. So I, I take off, I come back and we get lit up. Like, like it was, it was bad. Like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't, I probably shouldn't say this because you'll probably call me after he read after he sees this episode, but he actually fell off the fucking bar stool. He was so hammered <laughs> like backwards. <laughs> Not surprising. No, I don't know. I don't know how, how many vodka tonics we had, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't 10 and it wasn't 20, but it was somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Anyway, that was a funny story. But again, that's Dom Day, right? You run into somebody that you haven't seen for a while and and you have a couple of drinks and next thing you know, it was fun. That's awesome stuff. Dizzy, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know you got a lot to say. Why don't you give us some final words on Frankie T? Well, Frankie, I mean, you've been like an uncle to me ever since you guys. I remember the first trip you guys made out to Calgary. You, I think Pam brought out like a bunch of Crayola stuff. And we ended up just drawing for hours. So that's how old I was when you guys moved out there. <laughs> but you guys well, were unbelievable to us. Well, I can tell you, Hannah, Hannah was... I Hannah was Hannah like was seven or eight. Seven. Yeah. Seven, I think. Or no, maybe she was five. I think you're right, babe. I think she was five. But I'll tell you what, Pam, Pam says this about you all the time, Dizzy. When we moved from Toronto to Calgary, again, we didn't know anybody, but we knew you guys and we were thankful that we knew you guys. And I remember you came over, Sherry and Colin, and you came over to our place and Hannah was so depressed because she had left all of her friends in, in the Oakville area. And you went into the room that she was staying in because we were, of course, we were renovating this house. And you went into the room with all these crayons and, shit, and you sat there. And I think Colin and Sherry left. And I think you guys went to pick up dinner or something, come back, babe. I can't remember what. But but Dizzy was there in the room, just sitting there, coloring with Hannah all that time. And that's why you will always have a special place in our heart, like mine and Pam's heart, for what you did with Hannah because she was so upset. 
but you sat there and you colored with her and you played with her and it was awesome. Well, the funny thing is Hannah was actually showing me what to do with the markers. So I was just sitting there, I was like, Hannah, you just crack it open, you smell it. And she was like, no, 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 you draw with these. And I was like, oh. That that was the first time you colored between the lines. But I can remember so many times at Fernie and you guys talk about the pizza. Like, remember you guys had the thought in Fernie of like, well, maybe we buy this pizza joint here. And then we'll have you guys up every weekend, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, do that. That'd be perfect. But you guys were so great to us. And like, it was just, we were so thankful to have you guys there. No, we were, we were, we were very blessed for sure. Cote, final thoughts on Frank. Well, obviously, I, you know, I first met Frankie uh, through Dom Day and then obviously through the years that I, I traveled to Alberta for work, uh, certainly caught up with him and Pam and uh, the Pattersons a lot of times. And we had we had lots of good laughs that way. And, and more than more than a few times, I was like, I regretted it was great to see them. But fucking the next day, work mornings were a little long because of being out with the Tarascos and the Pattersons. So. Uh, certainly a great guy and uh, you know the Tarasco name very famous in Rexdale well known in Rexdale and uh, the glad that, that both brothers uh, always religiously show up at Dom Day and uh, great participants so good to see him on here tonight thank you Gode Donnie final thoughts yeah I, I you know when I when I think of Frankie I think of of first of all I, I think of him with hair I remember when he <laughs> when he started in Dom Day he had hair and and uh, he had a little bit of an edge when he first started and we we talked about the competitive part i mean he was as competitive as they came right i mean he frankie would get into major league arguments about whether a guy was safe or not how many outs there were you know whatever i mean he was into it big time and and then uh you know he he mellowed over the years for sure and, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, we, we got to meet, uh, Pam and then how old are your girls now, Frankie? I, uh, 22, 29 and 31. Yeah. So, you know, and, uh, I remember when, when my kids first came along and they used to play together and, and stuff yeah. like that. And we, used, and Pam, Pam and you used to sit with us and, uh, and God, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Pam for longest time now. And you even, you missed the last couple of Dom days, right? Before I did, the, yeah. Before the I shutdown, did. so it's, it's got to be five years probably since since we've seen each other. So, but a great guy and and a fun guy, and as as he indicated before, and he's certainly a leader in this area. Is, you know, we're we're we, we're always there to support each other whenever. And uh, you know, I, I appreciate Frank's uh, Frank uh, his his friendship and uh, really cherish it. And I. I can't wait to see him again because uh, he's one of the good guys and uh, an integral part of Dom Day. Um, so really great to see you, Frank. Great. Glad you came on. Yeah, yeah likewise, good, Donnie. Good Thank you. Good guy. Yep. Babe, final thought. Uh, I mean, Frankie and I, as we said, we go back to grade seven, you know, Miss Farley, uh, you know, Marlene Niche. I mean, lots of great memories there. Uh, but also Frankie and I were partners in Home Act too, where we cooked the cheese dreams and we've both like love cooking still and you know we were it was great you know we're in grade eight together too same homeroom you know carl selke our our teacher and you know we we went to different you know high schools but when we came back you know through dom day we were great friends and 
you know, when Frankie moved out to Calgary, we were so happy that he and Pam moved out and, you know, just to be part of that. And, you know, our friendship has grown over the years and we're so excited to still have them out in Alberta. You know, Frankie's living in Canmore now. We were just out there uh, last week and went to the P-Hop, Pam's House of Pizza, for those who didn't listen to it earlier. Uh, And it was fantastic. We just sit around, we have a great time. And, you know, the girls are are great. And, you know, thinking of, you know, how young Hannah was when, when you guys moved out and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so neat that you guys are are there and spend time with us and our, our families are our great friends. And that's what the neat part of Dom day is. And, you know, as I said, uh, just Frankie's a great guy, you know, and think of him, you know, hiring Kevin Woods too. You know, to work, we didn't even get into that, and it's just neat the the friendships and and how the the connections are at Dom Day. So, you know, I'm just thrilled to have Frankie on tonight, and you know, it's just great to have him out in Alberta. I appreciate I appreciate you guys saying all those uh, nice things. I, I can tell you about Kevin Woods. I mean, I took a I took a flyer on Kevin. I knew that he had all the ability in the world, and he's done a great job for for me and the company. I mean, he's He's done a great job. He's a good guy. I like Kevin a lot. That's awesome stuff, guys. I'm just going to finish off with some final words before we hit the wrap. And and I'm going to just say, I mean, without a doubt, we we started this show with a bang. We knew Frankie was going to bring the noise today. But this is a guy who is an absolute Dom Day legend. I remember going back to Dom Day 40. We had the two divisions. And we had, you know, kind of the the early stage, the original four teams. And and there aren't a lot of young guys who have, you know, Galliag or girl jerseys or any of that stuff. But we're, there were a lot of guys who had tavern jerseys, hotel 19 jerseys, rebel jerseys and dog jerseys. And we were all joking about those were kind of the teams we were rooting for because they were the teams that we grew up with, um, you know, watching, playing, playing Dom Day um, and kind of having our first years into Dom Day. And, and Frankie, sorry, sorry, Donnie. Um, but no, Frankie, Frankie is one of those guys that I think a lot the young guys look up to um as he said you know working with kevin kevin's a guy who has nothing but positive things to say about frankie and just in general i think the the young group just looks up to frankie as a guy who's um coached coached a lot of them and they've all had a blast on the tavern so um awesome to see him tonight uh and looking forward to you know hopefully having him back on the field if not uh you know then but just with a a tavern jersey as well because that's what we love to see so already boys that's all for tonight. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, Frankie. Awesome stuff. Awesome job, stuff. Frankie. Thanks for coming on, Frankie. Great episode. Take care.